guys, welcome back to another The Arsenio Buck Show podcast. Today is Self-Love Friday. I know a lot of you out there are probably saying, aren't you supposed to be doing, with this, doing this with Global Coaches? Uh, global Coaches has failed. And you guys are going to hear that within the next, I don't know, less than 12 hours. Because there's going to be a double podcast coming out at the same time, consecutively at the same time. Because I just want to put it out there. And it's going to go over... What happened? What can be learned from it? What am I doing? What am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, go about doing this and, you know, going forward? But this is a great opportunity to reflect on a weekly basis and be grateful in general. So, again, obviously, Inspirational Monday, that's what I was going to coin it on the Global Coaches Podcast. I'm going to do that by myself. Transformation Tuesday, I'm going to do that by myself. And then Self-Love Friday, we'll figure out what's happening on Wednesday and Thursday. So it looks like I'm going to try to hold myself accountable and make this a thing and, and put this out there on a, on a routine basis just so I can reflect in like an audio journal type of way um, things that I've overcome. And this is what you guys can do, too. You could journal yourself and, hey, you know what? Let me write an entry and you could point out whatever experience it is. You don't have to go from the very beginning up till now. So point out experiences where you see some reflection. So if you guys didn't check my Instagram yet, um, and again, the Instagram link is in uh, the description. I posted a photo of me wearing a vest, beautiful vest, okay? Got my tie got my white shirt. This is all new apparel that I had bought, basically for the sake of being accepted by Thai women, but this is at the height of racism in Thailand. Now, 2015, this is as broke as I was mentally, right? Obviously, 2014 was the worst of it, you know, of the worst of it all. This was when I endured the worst racial discrimination of my lifetime, uh, well, of course, from that singular event that had happened July 31st, 2002, excluding that and excluding other things where white men would yell the N word at me out there in Las Vegas and fucking Halloween. But nonetheless, going back to that picture, how can I explain it? I was at a place called Marigot, right, which is a sister branch of Swarovski. This is a company that's in an area outside of Bangkok. And so they're very they have a very secular mindset. Right. They believe that only teachers are white. So while I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, I'm taking a photo, you know, there there's some women at the counter. They did. They completely did not acknowledge me whatsoever. I came there with the racist ass woman by the name of ma'am who used to or I think is still I don't know, but she was the manager and maybe still is the manager for a language center in Bangkok, which I won't even give the name because they're not even worth it. Um, but. The only reason, I still remember that specific day. And that specific day, one of the Kiwi guys who I saw literally this past February, okay, from New Zealand. He came in and he said, hey, Arsenio, uh, would you like to work at a company? And I'm like, are you only giving me this work because there are no more teachers? I just saw this fat fuck who's literally a pedophile. He's like a, he's a disguised pedophile. And... I saw his full slate of work. He's working 10 hours a day. I look over here. This guy has eight hours. This guy has this. This guy has that. Why do I only have two classes, four hours in one week when other teachers are packing between 30 and 50 hours a week? 
on weekdays. I'm not even talking about weekends. I'm talking about weekdays. I'm like, what's going on? Is it you or is it her? Does she really hate it? And I was like, dude, well, my dignity is saying that I shouldn't even accept this. But at the same time, I said, Arsenio, this is the greatest chance and opportunity to prove these fucking fascists and bigots wrong. Not to prove it wrong, but to prove that I am far above any of these motherfuckers. So I accepted it. That lady, I don't remember having a conversation with her whatsoever because she was already up in arms when he had hired me back uh, the previous year, October of 2014, because she was like, oh, well, no, I don't want another black teacher here. We already have a black teacher. A black teacher who since then has messaged me and said, oh, it looks like you blocked me, but we won't even get into that. But anyway, so you guys know what I'm saying? This is the environment that I was in. Like, and this was just a click outside of Bangkok. You would think that some of these students who go to some of the best schools, their parents will be a little bit more open-minded. But when, when I would walk through that, that common area, you could see it in these over 40, 50, and 60s, how nasty they are. You could see the racism written all over their fucking face. It's like walking into a, 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 a restaurant in Prescott, Arizona, which had happened three years ago. I remember seeing this white couple just look at me and my friend Elisa. I was like, yep, you can tell they are supremacy. They are white supremacy. You can tell right off the back. It's just the aura that surrounds them. It's disgusting. It's grotesque. And so going back to that, looking at the common area, the students that I have been teaching, it was even hard for me to pick up some classes at the beginning because some of the students would come in and say, well, we don't want a black teacher. We want a white teacher. This is what we're paying for. They had that Chinese mindset, that Chinese mindset, which is still perpetuated today, obviously, communism, et cetera, et cetera. So now, going back to that specific day, I didn't know I had my hands tied, but there was a guy by the name of Hubert. Now, a week ago on and on, you guys have probably heard this for those of you who have been following me since 17. This guy was, oh my God, I told him not to let this snake into the company, just let him work outside, because once he gets in, he's going to destroy everything. They let him in, he destroyed everything. He fired himself, um, but at, at the same time, he ter- he literally tried, like, not blackmailing me, but he tried using my podcast as a way of turning the entire language center against me, which the majority of them did. They didn't want to speak to me anymore. Because of some things I said on my podcast back in tw- uh, 2016. I love it. I kept all those podcasts too. Um, but anyways, I was there with them. So you can imagine. 50-year-old white guy from the Netherlands. English isn't even his first fucking language. Right? But me, I'm like, oh man. Okay, Arsenio, you're going to have to come in here. You're going to have to come in here guns hot, blazing. You're going to have to defeat these fuckers. So I go into my first class. I remember seeing a lot of these beautiful women. They were just looking at me. But... I just let myself carry. And within those two hours, those fucking students are like, oh my God, oh my God. Of course, these aren't just basic students, guys. These are company workers and managers of respective apart- departments. Um, and hey, I guess I won that racist bitch over by the name of ma'am. Because right after that, this literally painted the pathway. Under that smile, that you see, possibly on my blog, possibly on here, is a very, very timid, confidence-destroyed young man who was just trying to make a change in a society that did not accept him whatsoever. This happens in Japan, Korea, Korea. 
China, you name it, Singapore, Vietnam, which is funny because I was thinking about going out there and I'm like, uh, let me reconsider that because holy shit, I think they got it much worse. I had to like look over all of this and say to myself, you know, okay, Arsenio, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have to pump the brakes on this. Let me go out there and make my voice. Let me use my voice to inspire. Let me use my voice to persuade. Let me use my voice to show who I am. You know, when you open your mouth, Les Brown said, you need to tell the world who you are. And those next two classes that I had that afternoon, it was 10 to 12, 1230 to 130. And then I, 12, what is it? 12 to 1, no, 10 to 12, 1 to 3, and then 3.30 to 5.30. Or wait, 12 to 1, 12.30 to 2.30, and then 3 to 5, or some shit like that. <sighs> In that last class, those three students, they follow me on LinkedIn. One ended up accepting a huge managerial position outside. Uh, two others, they looked me up and they're like, oh my God, it looks like you're so successful now. Bless your heart. Thank you so much. Because you guys rode with me from the beginning, half decade ago. Now, three years ago, massive fallout. That's when I quit that job. It was, it was terrible because the racial discrimination had gone up. But I realized my asking price and I knew how good I was no matter what. I didn't let the bullshit garbage, the, 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 the cancerous voices affect me in any shape or form. But that's when I used to wear those suits. I used to buy those suits to somehow hopefully get accepted by some of these women out here. Did it work? No. Because I was still the same person underneath. That transformation process and, you know, going into what had happened at the beginning of April and going through a program, which I'm so grateful for. And now diving into the Stephen Covey, which you guys are going to be hearing in this next massive series. Here it is, people. What can you learn from Self-Love Friday? What can I learn from Self-Love Friday? Well, I had to redefine my image, obviously, but that was five years later. But I didn't accept myself. That you, black man, low-class pimp, black people are dirty, black people are the worst of them all. All those horrific opinions that I had received, (sighs) it all shaped me. But in the most positive way ever. Man, that same vest, I had a suit top to that. And it's crazy because a little bit of an allegory behind that. Fast forward in a year ahead, I remember standing on the SkyTrain going to this job interview where this Korean lady didn't even want to use me. Obviously, she told the lady who I'm still in partnership with today. No, she's not the racist. But I was like, hey, why didn't, wait, what? And she was telling me, spilling the beans. And I'm like, wait, what happened? She's like, she didn't want to hire you. I picked you out of the 100 resumes. She didn't want to because she's like, he's black. And I told her, you cannot decide who to pick based on someone's skin color. I was like the bastard child of that bullshit-ass language center. It's funny because two years later, she tried hiring me. And I was like, uh, no, get the fuck out of my face. But at the same time, she started throwing these projects at me. It could be TOEIC. And it's funny because all the teachers are like, no, I don't want to do it. These white teachers are like, no, I don't want to do it. No. I don't want to do it. At the end of 2016, I went in there and I rocked motherfucking house, which then landed me a massive TOEFL project the following year and two English camps. Why? Because they had already known me. The second dean, I think he's the vice dean of the University of Suwan Sunanta. He was like, bro, I like you. His name's David. He's like, I like you. I want you to keep coming back. I met the deputy, the ex-deputy prime minister and his wife, who was a Dallas cowboy. 
Boys fan. Why? Because I showed who I was with my voice. I didn't let any of that affect me. I didn't let the bullshit affect me. See, some of you need to make your voice louder. You need to be able to open your mouth and tell the world who you are, wherever you are, and however you are being marginalized. The time is now. Because when I look back on that picture, I could see myself smiling deep, deep, deep from within. But consciously, I saw myself in pain. I saw myself in the temporary pain. But I saw myself in the long-term fulfillment. That's what you need to achieve. I'm your host as always. That's an episode of Self Love Friday. Over and out.